Lady Tiffany and this is These Walls Within. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. OMG. Honey. I'm looking at this. Um, well, I was watching Meghan Markle and Harry, Prince Harry, documentary. First of all, shout out to you guys who just want to find something to talk shit about because you have nothing else to do in your life because you're trash, you're miserable, and you want people to be part of your little misery. Like, you're disgusting. Um, one. Two, that was parts they exaggerated. It's crazy how people exaggerate so much that's going on. They do. You exaggerate what is happening. And I'm looking at this documentary and nothing they're doing to me is like outwardly bad. The part where she was explaining to why she wore certain colors and why there was a thing with her wearing colors and she was like, oh, well, you know, they said that you cannot dress like her majesty. You can't dress the same color she wear. And you can't wear the same colors as senior members of the royal family. So that's kind of hard. It's almost like you have to have a meeting with members of the royal family to figure out what color you're going to wear. So it's just to me, I just feel like, you know, a lot of you guys, y'all just hate her. You just hate her. You just want to hate her. You hate her, you hate you hate the fact that he got with her, and so you mad at him. But the thing of the matter is, today he if, if he were to divorce her, a lot of you guys would be happy and dancing in the street because you're trash. But I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. I don't. So, I hope you guys are having a lovely day. It is back. I mean, it's like sprinkling. I would say it's drizzling a little bit. It's not really that bad, but it's drizzling. Um, I'm looking at this whole, I'm trying to get more information about this whole, like, Meg the Stallion and Tory Lane's case. Girl... So Kelsey finally came to the court to the court case and she's finally spoken. And um, one of the things she said was she wants to make sure that she was granted immunity. She asked for immunity. I didn't know that she needed immunity. Um, everybody has always, it's always been a Meg and Tory situation. I don't think anybody ever thought she was guilty. Um, I, when it comes to court of law, nothing people do on the internet is supposed to affect the outcome of what happened in the court of law. Um, that's why y'all didn't feel the need to prosecute uh, George Zimmerman. Y'all don't feel the need to prosecute um, the officer that killed Mike Brown. Y'all don't feel the need to prosecute uh, the people in Breonna Taylor's case. So, I mean, if it was pushed by social media, you know, and I, I mean, there's people who have theories out there, but that doesn't mean that it's true. But I'm looking at what people are saying. They said she spent 40 minutes saying that she was intoxicated, that she was intoxicated and the whole night was a blur because she was drunk. That's what I'm getting from it. That's what I'm getting from it. That's what I'm getting from her little story. So I don't think she's going to be any help to this case. But once again, I feel like she's one of those people where she feel like she has no protection when it comes to dealing with Tory Lanez or Meg Thee Stallion. I genuinely think that's why she's answering things the way she answering things because she don't feel like she's protected. 
you know, shout out to people who are not really protected to, compared to those who say, I feel like I'm not being protected. And you got all the security in the world and people defending you and talking about black women issues. Kelsey's not being protected too. Maybe Kelsey don't feel like she's being protected as well. Has anybody ever thought about that? So that's what's going on. Uh, another thing, I want to talk about this this Twitch situation. I'm going to uh, DJ Twitch passing away. When I tell you y'all, I'm going to tell y'all for real in society, y'all ain't shit. Y'all really ain't shit. This is what I'm talking about. There's no point of dying because, I mean, all you're doing is giving people what they want. Well, I heard about what happened to him. Y'all don't realize, like, when the Ellen show got canceled, he was, um... Y'all don't realize how Ellen's show being canceled affected him. One, I was looking at some footage where somebody was showing the footage of him because it was a page dedicated to Meghan Markle. And um, they were showing him talking to Meghan Markle um, on the show with Ellen DeGeneres. And he clearly looked depressed. I hate saying depressed. I, w- I would tell you the root behind why I'm triggered by the word depressed and press because I feel like y'all use the word press to sit up there and bully someone for having feelings and emotions um, y'all say being unbothered but y'all the most bothered motherfuckers I ever seen in my goddamn life you get mad when people make fun of you for being an asshole and then you get mad for being called an asshole and then all of a sudden it's oh my anxiety and depression Meanwhile, you got people like DJ Twitch who was going through a real depression. And he did. He looked like he was depressed. Meghan Markle was on the show and she was even talking to him. And he just looked like he was so unhappy and so depressed. And just, he just looked depressed. That goes to show you, you can be on stage with lights all on you. And people clearly see you and see that you're unhappy. But in this society, we don't give a damn about people so fucking much to where we don't see it and it's right there in our face. It's right there. The man was depressed. Clearly he was depressed. And of course you fucking assholes are going to make this... This is why we need to talk about mental health. Y'all only want to talk about surface mental health. Y'all don't want to talk about the fact that you bastards go on social media to make people depressed, make them unhappy, make them sad, say god-awful things. Let me tell you this. I told you this one time. I'm going to keep on bringing this up until I I make this bastard, bastard cry. I want him to bust because I was on there arguing with somebody he over here defending the baby for going around shooting and killing people and he's gonna tell me cry bitch cry if i told him what i was really thinking he would hurt himself but the fact that you want me to cry and to be sad and lonely and miserable tells you everything about this society Just because I'm defending the life of a young man, he thought it was cute to shot in Walmart. This little bastard whose career is not revived no more. By the way, you want to know why he ain't selling tickets? That's his curse. Fuck the baby heavy. But y'all say little disgusting things like right now we're dealing with the little Finn situation, y'all dragging that into the cows come home, and then you sit up here and get mad and wonder why something bad happens to little Finn. Clearly somebody broke into his OnlyFans page and posted that. That's what happened. He didn't post that for your stupid, sorry ass to look at. And then you wonder why people commit suicide. 
instead of understanding the root of the problem, which you don't give a fuck about, you assume this man had a whole lot to lose, okay? He's a husband and a father. And this brings me back to thinking about the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Because nobody talks about, people talks about, that. Uh, nobody talks about who really is damaged. When it comes to Christmas. You know, no, there's no, y'all always doing a story about Scrooge. Which he shows signs of depression too when you really deeply look at Scrooge. But it's always, oh, he's evil, he's mean. Have you ever asked him why he's evil and mean? Now I see why he's evil and mean. Y'all are assholes. But nobody ever asks when you talk about a father with kids, because you know, Scrooge, of course he didn't get pushed to the limit because he didn't have no children. So it was kind of like, you know, but I only have me to take care of, shit, fuck everybody else, right? But nobody talk about the Bob Cratchit of it all. The parents. This is Christmas season. So I don't know if y'all understand this because y'all just so full of Christmas joy. <laughs> All y'all are so full of Christmas joy. Shout out to you guys for being so full of Christmas joy. Every time I go on the internet and I see Merry Christmas every fucking year, I'm being sarcastic. Y'all are so full of Christmas joy and Christmas love, like seriously. You all are. Anyway, nobody thinks about the parents. I was looking at the thing that pissed me off because I talked about this. Y'all, y'all know the case of the ten-year-old boy that accidentally shot his mother because she wouldn't buy him these binoculars for. For for him, he wanted the he wanted these like what you call this? I forgot these like visual things. I forgot with these visual goggles, you know these the 3D thing, whatever. He wanted them to buy. Uh, he wanted his mom to buy it, and so he thought he could scare his mother by shooting at her to give her to get what he wanted. He was too damn mean to wait until Christmas. Now, can you imagine? He shot and killed his mother, this little this little boy, okay? Which he's going to need years of therapy because he screwed his own life over, okay? And, of course, he said, well, I just went to scare her. Then, on top of that, the little asshole continued to go buy whatever the hell he wanted, right? Y'all know the story. Y'all hear about it. Kids, I understand that kids are not supposed to consider grown folks feelings. I get that. I understand that. But it's not the it's the people who are supposed to consider grown folks' feelings. Kids, they don't have to. But it's the grown folks around the children that need to show kids how to be considerate to parents around this time of year. Okay? This year is not like the years before. This year is not like the years before. Okay? So, the truth of the matter is we're on the brink of recession. Okay? It cost me $67 to get from Atlanta to Stone Mountain 
after going to see Omorion at 4 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And I, like I said, grown folks are supposed to show kids how to be considerate. Okay. This is a child. I will see him as a child, but I ain't gonna sit here like he ain't no demon seed, honey. Girl. We we not gonna sit up here and pretend like this ain't no demonic shit going on here, okay? Which y'all feel with demonic spirit. And shout out to the Jehovah Witnesses who are starting back up because we need y'all to go around here and check on folks. I mean, seriously, there needs to be a lot of welfare checks in a lot of these homes right now. So during this time of year, Christmas have a tendency to be about cheering, about the children, about giving, about them getting presents, all that stuff, right? But these days with kids, because I never forget, like some of the stuff we wanted growing up, I'm still like... Some of the stuff we wanted when we were growing up, now these kids are like 10 times more like expensive. Like they come out the womb. They walk out the womb wanting a iPhone or an iPad. And those things are like what, $750 and up? wonderful time of year but a lot of times with parents you the last person somebody think of okay and like you and you married you you hoes ain't marrying no way. Remember that whole independent woman, this bullshit that you got going on? Who you married to? I was watching, I was looking at a video of Dolly Parton talking about how she lived in this town that was really poor. And um, every year, everybody got together and gave like little bags a little gifts and they would give gifts to um not only the children but the parents and she said that because dolly parton has like 12 brothers and sisters i looked that up i was like damn you know and so they get they were able to give all her kids gifts but they were not able to give the mom a gift and she said you know everybody is a big child on the inside which adults are adults are giant children to all the kids out there if you're a kid and you listen to my podcast and you have no business listening to my podcast your mom and dad are still a child on the inside okay before they became adults they were children And she said her mom walked away. She didn't want nobody to see it, but her mom walked away and she was crying. Because she didn't get a gift. It may not be a gift of 
paying someone bills because I know you freaking sarcastic ass adults out there will sit up there and say, you ain't pay my bills, you ain't do this, you ain't do that. Sometimes it's not even paying the bills. A little small gesture can sometimes make you feel good. Even as an adult, it could just be a candy bag. Uh, you know, somebody, y'all can buy me a bag of ginger snaps or something. I got a taste of ginger snaps. Okay, I'm just telling you guys. Okay, it's not an expensive gift, but you know, it could be a bag of candy. It could be just a card saying that you love me with some Bible scripture in it. It could just be a hug. It was crazy to me because the adult was inconsiderate to the mother in that Dolly Parton story. Because the adult was like, well, you know, you have a lot of children. You wouldn't mind, you know, you wouldn't mind that we didn't have a bag for you. It's kind of like, bitch, I do. You give all these other grown folks with their ugly asses presents. Don't, don't sit up here and pick on me because I got 12 cheering. It's even worse when you're a public figure. People assume that when you're a public figure, then you have the best Christmas ever, according to the Kardashian Jenners. Yup. My favorite astrologers would start, according to the Kardashian Jenners. You know, they have a very, uh, Let them eat cake attitude. Don't they? Did y'all see the colonizers that decided to dress up as for Thanksgiving? How tone deaf is that? And I don't see any of you freaking activists and people who say you love everybody regardless of their race. I don't see any of you guys protesting the fact that they did that when they, Thanksgiving was an awful day for Native Americans. They're sitting up here dressing as colonizers in pictures. Chris Jenner look like looking like the queen whore of Babylon. But not everybody can give their kid their kids a Kardashian Christmas. And it's not that that your parents are too mean to do it. They can't afford it. And then what gift do they get? Your parents. Nobody thinks about stuff like that. And in the back of my head, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, hey, so people don't realize that sometimes Christmas is depressing for parents. People make it seem like when you have kids, that Christmas is the most wonderful time of year and it's joyful. No, you know you have a kid. You have built this lifestyle for them for years because you have consistently had a paycheck for years. And he has. And this year, it won't be the same. And unfortunately, he suffered in silence. And I was talking about this. This is the main reason why I'm going to therapy. The worst thing somebody could do is commit suicide. The worst thing they could do is get in that part of their head to where they want to do it. got to the worst part of his head he couldn't get out so my thoughts and prayers go to his family i'm not saying his wife or or his children are pushing him to have pressure it's the pressure we put on ourselves to do things big So my thoughts and prayers goes out to Twitch's family, to his wife, to his children, to his mother, to his father, to everybody that was there for him. This is the worst thing to happen during this time of year for any family. Any family. 
going through anything like this should not happen to no one. And it bothers me that he could not get out of a dark place. With that being said, I made a reference to let them eat cake. I did that on purpose. Um, Because today we're going to be talking about the former queen of France, Marie Antoinette. Okay. Um, but before we talk about Marie Antoinette and her depressing ending, um, we gotta have a word from our sponsors. And then on top of that, I need a cry break because it's really upsets me. I was just thinking <laughs> while I was talking about this like the her first thing I was thinking in the back of my head was like misery love company I kept repeating that when I was doing my bego earlier it's Madam Ma just in case you guys want to come to my bego and hear me rant about stuff but um I, the first thing I was saying was I was like, you know, misery loves company. So if somebody um I, I was talking about it, you know, I was like misery likes company. So people who are miserable and unhappy, shout out to Rasby, um, they have a tendency to want you to be miserable like them like that fucking asshole talking about some cry bitch all you gonna do is cry about it anyway so you don't care about somebody's mental health because you want to stand on the fact that your favorite rapper is a murderer that's what miserable people do Misery loves company. So they want you to feel like they do. They want you to be unhappy like they do. So they try to ruin your life. Try, try to make you unhappy. All that stuff. You know, just like y'all don't like Meghan Markle. Y'all don't y'all don't like her since the day you found out that Prince Harry wasn't looking for somebody. Like, I honestly believe. Um, this is where I started dragging uh, Megan Kelly's ass. <laughs> I honestly believe Megan Kelly thought when they said that Harry was married, was married, was getting with somebody named Megan, that she thought it was going to be her. We just had this distorted idea. Even black people had this idea that a princess or that a prince will only marry somebody who has blonde hair and blue eyes. Even Kate Middleton don't have blonde hair and blue eyes. That's why we're so in love with um, Princess Diana. Because she's blonde-haired with blue eyes. She looks like the quotation mark Disney princess. But did y'all not realize that Snow White had black hair? Belle was a redhead. Ariel was a redhead. Princess Tiana was a redhead. Was not a redhead. She's black. Sorry. Princess Jasmine was Arabic. I probably said that so wrong. But yeah, y'all want people to be unhappy just like you. That's why you say things to hurt people's feelings. And then somebody just means something. They just have good intentions. And you going around here spreading bad intentions. You understand that it's going to manifest itself and you're going to, you're going to die from that? Being miserable and being unhappy for people just because you're miserable? So, yeah. 
You know, it's just like, stop tearing people down when they're happy. You want to be miserable? Be miserable by yourself. Can I be straight up honest with you? I ain't ever held no man accountable for why I'm unhappy. If I'm unhappy, that's my fault. That's the problem with some of y'all. Y'all believe a man is supposed to make you fully happy. That's not no man's job to make you happy. Not even your father. Be happy with yourself. With that being said, y'all, the things, when I, oh my God, okay. I feel like this is one of the most misunderstood queens of all times. Um, I feel like a lot of queens are misunderstood. And I feel like the reason why women are misunderstood who are queens and princesses, like, you know, the Duchess of Sussex, it's because people are jealous that they have this form of authority as a woman. Okay. Um, people have misquoted her. The only thing anybody could tell you about Marie Antoinette is the let them eat cake. I hate saying that line because now I want some cake. Oh, fat ass. Anyway. (laughs) Today, I want to talk to you guys about the Queen of France, Marie Antoinette. (sighs) Honey. And kind of when you really look at a lot of these queens, they really suffered just because they had these standards. It was funny to me because I was looking at last night, I fell asleep watching, um, oh, they were talking about King, the King of Denmark daughters. And one of them just so happened to be Queen Alexandra of Denmark and um, the Tsarina Maria Perdoa. They had achieved all the things they achieved and still to the public eye, people were just unhappy. Then I looked at Queen Maria Fordova and how she treated the um, next queen, which unfortunately her family was massacred. And she was just mad at her because she didn't give birth to a boy. It's like, well, she felt some kind of way because she had all girls. Yeah, all the girls were healthy. So being a queen is not easy as you think it is. As much as y'all feel like Meghan Markle is being full of shit, there is some difficulties in being part of the royal family. The whole purpose of this podcast is to show you how difficult it is for women to maneuver in the royal family. Um, I don't believe that Meghan Markle had a hard time. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't believe that Meghan Markle is the only one that had a hard time. Everybody has had a harder time, but when you are a black woman, when you are a woman of color, you get it 10 times worse just because people feel like you don't deserve it. So today we're going to be talking about Marie Antoinette. So sit back and relax, get you some drinks or snacks. I suggest hot chocolate. If you are in Atlanta, Georgia, it's cold right now, honey. Um, yeah, and it's like, it's moist outside. I hate it when it's moist. I really do. I hate it when it's moist outside. It's gross. Ew. But sit back and relax and get you guys some drinks and snacks. We're going to be talking about Marie Antoinette today. Um, so I'm going to start off with talking about, I watched a movie and then I watched a this is YouTuber. I think the YouTuber name is Lindsay Holiday, where she talk about the royal family. 
and she was talking about Marie Antoinette, but she it really bothered me with some of the things that she was talking about when it came to Marie Antoinette's children. Girl, first of all, let's start off with that. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna start off with that. It bought if you knew how her children were treated. Girl. The things they did to her, specifically her son. much hate in this world and it's hate because people don't have what you have and that's why i was saying you know people want you to feel like shit because they feel like shit every day they wake up in the morning they hate their face they hate their body and then you know they take a shower and they still hate the way they smell because they can't get rid of the asshole smell and then it's just the things they did to her children yes she's privileged and as i know you like guys are like how you gonna feel bad for privilege? You know, you drag the royal family all the time. I'm not feeling bad for her. I just don't think she deserved what she got in the end. Okay? Y'all go to two different extremes. Killing someone and two, oh, you think that this and you're a royal empathizer. No. I just don't believe in murdering people. Okay? Because you live by a sword, you die by a sword, okay? There's no way in the world you think that you're going to live a happy and healthy life after murdering someone or chopping off somebody's head. I mean, it's just the things, it's not, it's like, the, it's crazy some of the things that had happened to not only her children, Specifically her son, the Delphine himself, but her friends, La Lambelle. It's kind of like you cannot hate somebody so much to where you hate the people that love them. Like, what is your problem? The truth of the matter is these people are just people. I mean, you know, you know, word on the street is that the world family is full of lizards. Um <laughs> they're just people okay so I was watching Kirsten's dunce portrayal of Marie Antoinette and I will say the the director she took a very the very approach that you should not take when it comes to talking about Marie Antoinette, because you're, I mean, she took the approach of that Marie Antoinette was very much so let them eat cake. And the truth was, she was not like that. I mean, yes, people are going to hear, yes, she has a speaking role and she talks and she does not feel that way. You know, she was one of those people where she was like, well, I cut back on some of the things I'm doing if you need me to do it, you know, for people. But they still took an approach that she was this party girl queen that got to do what she wanted to do. Okay, her and her friends, they were the bad bitch squad. Okay. Granted, they did make her young because at the end of the day, she did marry 
the prince at 14, 15 years old, which explained why he did not want to engage in coitus. I mean, have you ever tried to get, I mean, no, seriously though. At 14 and 15, you're not ready for that. But I still felt like she still, like, even though people people only see what you show, which is you're showing this luxurious life of a queen. And for some strange reason, women are not supposed to be able to have fun. Um, so... In her case and in her situation, it's crazy, okay? So today I'm going to talk about Marie Antoinette, okay? I am going to be looking from, like, um, history uh, history.com's biography of her, okay? But I'm also, things, I'm going to be freestyling a lot, not freestyling. I'm going to be also, like, doing things from what I saw. Like, I'm going to compare the movie, and I'm going to compare um the what i saw with lindsey holiday on youtube um where she was talking about what was going on with marie antoinette and i'm gonna also talk about la lambelle um so yeah um so just in case you guys don't know marie antoinette she was an austrian princess okay she was the 15th child of the holy roman holy roman emperor francis the first and her um and her mother Maria Theresa was part of the Hasburg family. You know, we talked about them, y'all. Okay. The Habsburg is not only known for being inbred, but they're also known for being one of the most powerful dynasties of all time. Okay, there's still some Habsburgs alive, just not the one with all these crazy conditions due to inbreeding. Okay, her mom was the Holy Roman Empress, and she was part of the Habsburg family. Um, she was born in Vienna, Austria. Um, so. She was part of a, 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 a big family and a very powerful family. Okay? And I'm pretty sure that her bloodline is still alive. Just not her direct descendant bloodline. So more like probably her, her, her brothers or sisters' children. Okay? Um, in 1766, um, she had to, they were trying to submit a relationship between France and the Habsburg throne. So Marie Theresa promised her young daughter hand in marriage to the future king, Louis. I don't know that Roman numeral. Let's look it up. <laughs> and I've been trying to study Roman numeral. Louis the 16th. Okay, so she was betrothed to Louis the 16th. Um, four years later, Marie Antoinette and the Dauphine were married by proxy in Vienna. They were only 15 and 16 years old when they met. So that explains, that also explains, you know, because they had problems with them consummating the marriage. Yes, I know about this. Didn't know this, but long story short, just in case you guys don't know, um, she had a hard time with him. So I want to talk about that real quick, the marriage. Okay, they didn't have kids until seven years later. Okay, which seven years later, they like what? Still in their early 20s, which is not bad compared to today. We all having kids at 40. You know, I might pop out my first one at 33, 34, 35-ish. 
But part of the story is that people fail to understand and realize that this was like in today's society, she was an underage child. She was only 22 when she had her first child. Yeah, I did the math. But one of the reasons that I didn't, because at first I was like, okay, you know, are y'all saying that her husband's, you know, I feel like in some extent they tried to say that he was kind of some kind of way, like, you know, they, they made uh, King Louis the 16th, you know, he was only interested, he was only infatuated with key locks, which when you're a teenager, you get infatuated with stuff. Um, mine was pop music. Okay, so he was infatuated with key locks, but another reason why he did not consummate the marriage is because y'all assume that teenagers are just so horny and just so out of control is the fact that he had a medical condition surrounding his penis. Yeah, I said it. So apparently his foreskin was too tight on his penis so it made it painful for him to have sex. So they had to circumcise him. Get rid of the tight foreskin around his penis in order for sex to not be so painful for him. And it took, what, one of his uncles to realize that? One of his uncles was like, why are you not performing the duty? What's up with you? You're a teenage boy. You got a pretty young lady right there. What the hell? What, what's up? This is what you teenagers want, right? Y'all want us to let y'all sit up here and do what the hell y'all want to do. What's your problem? Well, he had a painful condition um, that was painful. And they had to circumcise him because the skin around his penis was too tight. The foreskin. So when I found that out, I was like, I feel like in the movie, once again, they portrayed him as somewhat of being gay. Or not interested at all in her. Like, every time he looked at her, he looked like he had a booger in her, her nose. But the truth of the matter is, it's kind of like the Edward Cullen situation. It was more of him, not her. You know? You know, Edward Cullen's when he was around uh, Bella. And he walked away from her and he said it was something about her smell and she thought because she stink and it, it was the truth of the matter is he wants to eat her. It wasn't that he he didn't what he wasn't desire didn't desire his queen. It was he had it was painful for him. And he probably was embarrassed to tell anybody because they had a thousand people around them all the damn time. So that's a little information. But they did eventually have children. Okay. So their wedding, they had like uh they had a marriage and then they had another one on May 16, 1770. A lavish second wedding took place in a royal chapel at Versailles. More than 5,000 guests watched as the two teenagers were married and was beginning of Maria Antoinette's life. In public eye. Now, another fun fact is her actual name is because she is Austrian. Her name is Maria Antonia. So I was confused when I saw that one time. Okay, so um, they I was looking at this fact because y'all know well we're gonna talk about that fact later, but you know I just want to talk. Okay. So, um, life as a public in the as a public figure was not easy for Marie Antoinette. Her marriage was difficult, and she had very difficult official duties. She spent most of her time socializing and indulging her extravagant tastes. For example, she had a model farm built on the palace grounds, so she and her ladies in waiting could dress in elaborate costumes that pretended to be milkmaids and shepherdess. I saw that part in the movie too. Widely circulated newspaper and inexpensive pamphlets poked fun at the queen's profligate, profligate behavior and spread outlandish, even pornographic rumors about her. Keep in mind, this is an underage child. 
Before long, it had became fashionable to blame Marie Antoinette for all of France's problems. And the main issue they had was the fact that she was Austrian. That's what their main issue was. Okay? The nation's difficulties was not the young queen's fault. 18th century colonial wars, particularly the American Revolution in which the French had intervened on behalf of the colonists, had created a tremendous debt for the French state. So see, America, you see how y'all got in this mess? It's always our fault. The people who own most of the property in France, such as the Catholic Church and the nobility, genuinely did not have to pay taxes on their wealth. Ordinary people, on the other hand, felt squeezed by high taxes and resentful of the royal family's conspicuous spending. But the real true issue was that they were sitting over here supporting the Revolutionary War that was going on with America and Britain. Louis XVI and his advisors tried to impose a more representative system of taxation, but the nobility resisted. The popular press blamed Marie Antoinette for this, and she was known as the Madame Vito. You always find a way of blaming women for everything, right? Among other things, she was far from the only wealthy person in France to defend the privilege of the aristocracy. And in 1789, representatives from all three estates, the clergy, the nobility, and the common people met at Versailles to come up with a plan to reform to the reform of the French state. But noblemen and clergymen were still reluctant to give up their prerogative, their prerogative. I know that word, it's not, it hasn't got to me. The third state delegate, inspired by enlightenment ideas about personal liberty and civic equality, formed a national assembly that placed government in the hands of the French citizen for the first time. At the same time, condition worsens for ordinary people and many became convinced that the monarchy and the nobility were conspiring against them. Marie Antoinette continued to be a convenient target for their rage. Cartoonists and pamphleters depicted her as an Austrian whore doing everything she could to undermine the French nation. In October 1789, a mob of Parisian women protesting the high cost of bread and other goods marched to Versailles, dragged the entire royal family back to the city and imprisoned them in the Tuileries. In June, uh, in June 1791, Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette fled Paris and head for the Austrian border, where rumor had it the queen's brother, the Holy Roman Emperor, waited with the troops ready to invade France, overthrow the revolutionary government, and restore power of monarchy and nobility. The incident, it seemed to be seemed to, to many, was proof that the queen was not just a foreigner, she was a traitor. Okay? So let's get to the part to where the let them eat cake thing happened, okay? Because we already established that she was a teenager when she became, she was a teenager, she was young, she didn't know any better, all that stuff, right? And of course, they blame her for the problem because they felt like, okay, this is the Holy Roman Emperor's daughter, she is ex she's expensive, okay? You know, y'all always blame immigrants for the issues in the world's problems, okay? But let's talk about where the let them eat cake come from, okay? It says, there's no evidence that Marie Antoinette ever said that starving peasants should eat cake if they had no bread, okay? They were complaining about the, the high prices of bread in France. It said, a story of the fatuous noble woman who said let them eat cake appeared in the philosopher Jean Jacques Rosal. Confession, which was written around 1766, when Marie Antoinette was only 11 years old. So Marie Antoinette never said that. Nobody has proof that she said, let them eat cake. Okay, the royal family was returned to Paris, which I don't understand why they did that. Um, because they restored the throne. 
However, many revolutionaries began to argue that the most insidious enemy of the state were not the nobles, but the monarchs themselves. In April 1792, partly as a way to test the loyalty of the king and queen, the Jacobin radical revolutionary government declared war on Austria. The French army was in the shambles and the war did not go well. A turn of events that many blame on a foreign-born queen. In August, another mob stormed the Tuileries, overthrew the monarchy, and locked the family in a tower. In September, revolutionaries began to massacre royalist prisoners by the thousands. One of Marie Antoinette's best friend, the Princess de Lamballe, Lamballe, was dismembered in the street. And then they showed it to her. Okay? And the revolutionaries paraded her head and body parts throughout Paris. December, Louis XVI was put on trial for treason, and in January, he was executed. The campaign against Marie Antoinette likewise grew stronger. In July 1793, she lost custody of her young son, who was forced to accuse her of sexual abuse and incest before a revolutionary tribunal. Let's talk about that. This is where that gets a mess. Y'all want to hear a story about what really happened? Here it goes. Now, I don't know why y'all, I don't know why, why y'all sexualize people who ain't from the same area you from? That's weird, by the way. That's just a strange method that people use. But they said that she was forced to accuse her of sexual abuse and incest. This is where I get the story from Lizzie Holiday from, okay? So, the truth of the matter is, Maria Antoinette would never do anything like that to the future Dauphine of France. One, okay? Never. The truth of the matter is, is that they imprisoned her son. She lost custody of him because the the government had custody of her child, which y'all wondering, you know, why some people are fighting to this day is because they want rights over their kids. Okay. She lost her son. And what they did was they imprisoned him and they had prostitutes with all kinds of STDs and STIs come in and sexually assault this boy. He was beaten and he was sexually abused by those people. And because they abused him, they forced him to say that his mother did these things to him. He ended up dying at the age of 10 years old for that. He he was only 10 years old and he died. Crazy, right? She was convicted of treason and sent to guillotine. She was only 37 years old.
And it's crazy to me. And I know people was like, oh, well, why do you feel bad for privilege? Just that fact alone, off the mere fact that they thought it was cool to sexually abuse her son into telling people that his mother did these things to him is beyond me. And on top of that, he was only 10 years old. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast about Marie Antoinette. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about Cleopatra. I think she's the most misunderstood of them all. Well, not the most misunderstood, but there's another story. You know, everybody assumed they know the story, but nobody was there. Nobody understood what happened and the truth of what happened. So, we're going to talk about Cleopatra. I felt like her ending was so sad. But there's a possibility that she didn't die from the ass of the snake. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls of Thing. What you do in the dark will come to light. And clearly, what y'all did to Marie Antoinette and her child, honey. Honey, the things you did to that little boy. A 10 Can you imagine you did all this to a teen-year-old just because he was going to inherit the throne. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I am so 